Wilson Hall presents The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. Cthulhu, London, New York, Shanghai, Egypt, Australia, Kenya, Cornwall. That is not dead, which can the name's Elias. Jackson Elias. Catching up with a friend of mine. The Black Pharaoh. He comes tonight. A globe-trotting race against the darkness. <laughs> now, my friend, you'll feel the lick of the bloody tongue. The Painted Lady. The Black Wind. Is masks of Nialato With Nick Marsh as the keeper of arcane lore. I thought to be easier on your guys' brains, because, you know, it's an investigative campaign, and Tuesday nights are our more relaxy one. I would probably just recap briefly for you, so you don't have to desperately try and remember everything that happened. Would that be easier? Far be it from me to turn down somebody else doing a recap. Oh, definitely. Well, so, okay. Well, we'll, we'll go into the recap. I I, I'm more interested Take in role playing and the adventure than, um, uh, than you desperately trying to remember stuff that your characters would remember. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, you heard from your old friend Jackson Elias who said he had important information regarding the Carlisle expedition. Which was an expedition uh, led the by the Pisspoor um, playboy, as we recall from last session, Roger Carlyle, um, along with Aubrey Penhue, who was uh, an American, a, a British aristocrat, um, and seems uh, seems to be something of an actual archaeologist. Robert Houston, who you didn't know an awful lot about, he seemed to be a doctor. Um, Hypatia Masters. Um, a photographer and Totsy to the rich and famous, or Totty to the rich and famous potentially, um, and uh, a Jack Brass Brady, who was the general factotum of the expedition. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also uh, an unnamed black woman who appeared in the expedition photograph that is not named. Yeah. Oh, um, how, how the... very period appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> the expedition disappeared. Uh, in Kenya in 1919 and was subsequently discovered by Roger Carlyle's sister Erica to have been massacred by yeah, the Yeah, they are absolutely confirmed dead. The bodies have been ID'd. Not even, not even slightly. <laughs> well, you have the newspaper reports, that's what you the, know. The, the newspaper reports did not convince me. And granted, I'm not, I'm not the most trusting of people, but... <laughs> but you've read this adventure and you're not... <laughs> <laughs> It apparently convinced Erica because she returned to New York and took over the well, business. I can't help thinking um, that this is not to um, be, be unpleasant about Miss um, Carlyle in any way. But, it, but, but a, pres- motive. a presumption she, of death is a presumption of death. Uh, she's done quite well out of it. And you would know, Roger, that her business uh, associates and the sort of executives of the estate are really nothing but relieved that she is now running the business, <laughs> right? Roger, who was somewhat feckless. Um, 
she has rather more business acumen than he ever did. Um, you well, went to yes, visit... but I mean, <laughs> really, let's be honest, so does a Labrador. He was quite clearly an utter wastrel. Um, apparently, apparently. Um, you went to visit Jackson, but amazingly, and to your utter shock and horror, he had um, been disemboweled and murdered by some <laughs> Disemboweled and murdered. Yes, Te- technically in that order, though, only just. It was, it was exactly in that order, I'm afraid. What a um, terrible afternoon for both of those things to have happened. <laughs> Uh, even one of them would be a bad afternoon, let's face it, but both. Um, by three men in shabby suits, all wearing a headband with a sort of a flappy red flannel strip on it. Is that, um, a, you... is that like having a comedy tongue stuck out at the front? Is that actually what it looks like? Well, since you ask, it does rather look a bit... It's floppy, but it it, it, right. it puts you in mind of a tongue. That's true. Um yeah, that's. It's going to be harder to take him seriously now. I'm thinking of him having the sort of comedy <laughs> headband on. It's the dog's ears that really spoil it, and the giggly <laughs> eyes on the spring. Um, uh, when you uh, killed them all in self-defence, including the one that was nearly at the bottom of the fire escape, um, who was obviously uh, running to get reinforcements and come back and kill us all. The police <sighs> I was officer to in charge. Um, professor, not professor. That in, would be, uh... in, in my defence, Your Honour, I'm extremely rich. <laughs> um, the uh, the officer in charge, Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant Poole, uh, or Lieutenant, as you insisted on calling him for the whole time, um, informed you that there had been nine other murders just like this, and there was a man, Hilton Adams, awaiting uh, execution in Sing Sing. Yes, yes, we've rather put the cat amongst the proverbials there, haven't we? He did look a bit depressed <laughs> that there'd been another one. Um, well, you know, copycats and all that. Um, though, though he, I, get, I get the impression from what he was saying that the, the details have not been made public. They were known to be cult murders. It was suspicious. Yeah, uh, but, but what I mean is if somebody were trying to get Hilton Adams out of prison and, and deliberately do a copycat, they wouldn't have this much detail on the basis of what's been in the papers. Is what I is what yes, I thought. Yes, exactly. I You're right. There's been prurient details in the paper, but there hasn't been, for instance, a, a a detailed description of what was carved on the forehead of these murder victims. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, and he was also annoyed that one of the the live the live uh, the live gentleman, um, uh, the live witness uh, and murderer, in fact, was taken into the custody of a Captain Robson from another precinct. Um, in the room, there were numerous yeah. bits of paper, which I will which briefly summarise. Uh, You've had a quick look at. Person, we? I mean, they uh, were, briefly, again, a, a letter from a Mr. Warren Bazart uh, from Cairo. Um, there was uh, a business card from the Penhew Foundation in London. Yep. There was a, a, a matchbook from the Stumbling Tiger Bar in Shanghai. There was a photograph of a, a ship surrounded by... Uh, you don't really that looks, know. That looks a bit like a... Mysterious foreign sailing ship. Is, is it called the Sampai? I can't remember now. Um, yeah, that yeah, looks, yeah, that's far eastern, isn't it? Look at the sail on that thing. Yes, that's your suspicion. Well, there was a background, the they're, obvi- they're obviously in Venice. Um, you could have... Buildings in the background, though, look more European, which would suggest Shanghai. 
have a uh, a half no roll as you're looking at the picture. Uh, hang on, I've got to just work out where everything is on here. A normal no roll I could make, but oh. this, this is about foreign stuff, and I know very little um, about foreign stuff. Now, when you say half, I presume what you mean is double. Well, get under half of your skill. Um, I don't mean double, no. I mean the opposite of that. Rolled 80. Yeah. You, you, know, don't, you don't, you've never, it doesn't, you don't recognise it. You, don't, you've you know, very slightly read. more than I do, that being 81. <laughs> yeah, I've only got a no 50. So <laughs> um, I suppose I could good. check for Edwin. Um, but no, he doesn't seem to know either. You have a business card for Emerson Imports uh, with a name written on the back of it. Uh, the Emerson Imports is here in New York. You have a letter from Harvard University from a Miss Miriam Atright informing Jackson that they didn't have the book he wanted. And you have a flyer for a lecture uh, oh, from a... Darkness, is that the one? Yes, from Professor Anthony Cowles. So in, in the downtime between sessions... Um, uh, which basically involves you doing stuff on the 16th, which is the day after the mother, because the funeral's on the 17th in the afternoon. Um, Roger had written to Miss Miriam Atright, uh, saying, unfortunately, uh, that the terrible news that Jackson has died and uh, for potentially a suitable donation to the Harvard uh, Librarian's Benevolent Fund. It would be interesting to know <laughs> what line his research was following. Um, you've not had a reply from that yet. You also wrote to Jonah Kensington at Prospero House, which was Jackson's publisher. And you actually receive a reply by return of post that evening um, saying that Jackson uh, that uh, Jackson will be at the funeral, presumably, but probably not going to be much of a conversationalist. Um, but Jonah Kensington will be at the funeral too, and he'd be very interested to talk to you afterwards. Mm-hmm. Very good. So it is now the uh, mid-morning, approaching afternoon on the 16th. I'm happy to fast-forward to Jackson's funeral, but if you want to do something in the intervening Day. Um, Edwin is buy some suitable clothes as I wasn't expecting to be attending a funeral. <laughs> and it is a bit chilly out. I've got a big fur coat. I'm not worried about the chill. I'm worried about what I look like at the funeral wearing it. <laughs> Probably the Hawaiian shirt is not suitable for the uh, the funeral. Um, okay. Some, some, you... Summon my tailor. <laughs> okay. I think, can he knock up a bespoke suit in 24 oh, I certainly hours? I hope so. Okay, okay. Otherwise, you'll be getting a new, a new tailor. Um, okay. I'm by the afternoon over in India. Inside yeah, the, 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 this is the uh, era of the Jewish tailor who works miracles stereotype. So, And if, uh, if you've worked with him before, he'll already have your measurements. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I mean, do you want him to get one for Campion and Edwin too? Do you want all one? Matching suits. <laughs> I, I think matching suits would be a bit extreme, but but uh, if, if they find themselves temporarily embarrassed for the for the right sort of clothing, obviously. Well, a suit. Uh, I'll, I'll probably just go out and get a um, a fairly off the peg coat, Fair an overcoat, and oh my um, dear, Chad. Well, you know, I didn't like him very much. <laughs> Edwin will Edwin will take advantage because he's a tiny wee man and has difficulty finding suits uh, that fit him. Um, so he will take advantage. He's quite large, but I suppose being a pilot, he, he has to squeeze into the cockpits. Um, so yeah, he's only got size nine. Um, 
So, small man with big feet. That takes most of the rest of the day, um, one way or another. Um, the next day, 17th of January, the day dawns. It is chilly and uh, there is a light snow shower uh, across New York. It is the day of Jackson's funeral, which will be at 2 p.m. at Cypress Hill Cemetery, I believe. Um, but you have the morning at Liberty, if you like. With the Morning Post, you receive a reply from Miriam, Miriam Atright at Harvard University. Um, and the substance of the letter is that she is very sorry to hear uh, that Jackson had died. She hadn't realised it, but she had subsequently read it in the newspaper. Um, she is sorry that she couldn't have met him because she was a big fan of his work and didn't doesn't mind admitting that she found his tales of death cult somewhat thrilling vicariously. Um, she goes on slightly longer than is appropriate at, at some length about how much of a fan she is. Um, she offers any help that she can, such that it is. Um, and to that end, she writes that the book that Jackson was looking for, and I'm going to say this very, very carefully, was called Africa's Dark Sects. That's S E C T S. What was that again? Sorry, it was Africa's dark sects. Africa's dark sects. Okay. Okay. I knew a chap who who wrote a book called Sex Cults and Alternative Religions on a similar basis, and he he did he didn't see that this could be a problem. (laughs) Okay. Did did he have good good sales of it? Not once people saw the cover. There's a there's a website that's uh, I forget what it. I think it's the actual um, guy's name, uh, and then it's therapist.com, which, if you read it out, is basically says something like, you know, barneytherapist.com. <laughs> That's like um, Susan, what was it? Susan Albert, when Susan Boyle did her first album. Oh, yes. It was um, Susan Album Party, but as a Twitter hashtag, that looked very much like Susanal Bum Party. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Africa's Dark Sect, which the library was supposed to have a copy when Miriam <laughs> herself... Taking it out. <laughs> well, exactly. And when then Miriam bringing it back to him later. To stacks to retrieve it, it was missing, and no one seems to know where it is. And that was why she wrote the letter to Jackson in the first place. Hmm. Sometime when we're in the same place, remind me to tell you about the uh, Harvard librarian and the, and the serial book murderer. Something I actually know. <laughs> The librarian or the book murderer? The librarian. Or both? Are they the same person? No. Okay. I was going to say a librarian that's a serial book murderer. Is, um... Who watches the watchman and all that. But anyway, sorry. Right. Uh, you have until two o'clock. I'm, I'm happy to fast forward to then. Uh, unless you want to do something. Well, we obviously can't find a copy of this. We'll make note of the details of the book. Uh, maybe we can find it somewhere else. Uh, you'd have to go and see if you could research where you might be able to find it. But you... Yes, but I mean, if we just get the details of it, we can at some point, I don't know, contact a university, try another big city library or something. Well, we we have the New York Public Library, don't we? You do. In fact, there's a number of libraries in New York. Um, uh, not just the New York Public Library, but there's um, also uh, the IV private ones. Yes. What strikes me is with with a public library, if somebody has deliberately taken it, 
they won't just have taken one from one library, will they? Unless they want the information from it. If they were get, trying to stop people from reading it or following up uh, Jackson's line of research, they'll try to just eliminate all the available copies, which means private libraries and universities are likely to be more secure and they may not have mm-hmm. access to them. So we can try the um, the public ones, but um, I, I suspect we might find other copies are missing, if indeed you they exist. You also have um, Columbia be... University in New York, uh, which has a excellent library, um, two excellent libraries. It, it would be indicative if they were missing. Well, yes, yes, it would certainly be a clue. And can I just say, Nick, um, how much I appreciate you not doing the whole scene with the Jewish tailor. I thought I had to resist. <laughs> I had to resist, but I thought... <laughs> Even for me, that's probably that's probably a bit much. Okay, so are you, are you visiting a library in the morning to investigate? Uh, we could we could try a couple. See if anybody know you know who's got. Uh, yeah, I mean, got, ob- no, obviously, no, nobody is going to let us take the thing away. Even even if they would lend it, it when we're not you know members of any library or anything like no, that. No, quite. But, but if we can find out where if, it is, if it's there in a reference yeah. collection or something of that sort. Okay, you uh, New York Public Library is that where you were starting? Well, why not? Let's start with the biggies. Well, sounds like a, a perfect time for a, a library use role. It's the the New York. Uh, Public no, library. I'm actually going to do something different. I'm going to ask a librarian, a oh. uh, person thoroughly trained and experienced in finding books. That's what they're there for. They're a marvellous resource. Don't underestimate them, people. Ruin their They'll be gone course. before you know it. This has been your public service announcement. <laughs> I, I, have a, um, I have a simpler reason for doing this. I've already got a ticket library use. Uh, fair enough. The, the public library is the, currently the second largest in America um, after the Library of Congress in Washington. Uh, right. I've rolled 16, which is, in fact, under my library use, so I should have found a librarian at the very least. <laughs> well, that's really more down to your... Uh, Following the signs on the way in. Persuade, I guess. Uh, which, uh, both of which you passed... Um, Yep. Let's see what the library. She asked you to take a seat um, while the uh, while the librarian has an investigate. See if she can dig anything up. I'm about... looking for dark sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you come back on Tuesday? <laughs> That's our dark sex club. Um, okay, that you wait for about an hour, perusing uh, whatever periodicals you wish. Um, after a while. Uh, the uh, the elderly librarian returns. Um, I, I'm afraid we don't have that, but I have found a little bit. I found a reference from it in um, in a more recent book on Africa's uh, Africa's cults, but it's a, it's a very brief reference in a larger tome. The, the Africa's dark sects itself was written by Mr. Nigel Blackwell. Um, Blackwell, and there are only thirteen copies known to exist, and the only one in America is at the Harvard Library. Oh, indeed. Oh, that's perhaps bad news. Oh, really? Uh, yes, I think they've had a, a bit of a stock taking, and uh, it's been mislaid. Pro- you... Probably just. Filed under anatomy or something, I don't know. 
do you happen to know whether, uh, whether, there, might, whether there might be one in London? I mean, surely the British Library. Uh, she uh, uh, she looks down her list of things. Um, the British Library are reported to have a copy, yes. Right, well, mm. they may, may be there in a few months. Um... Well, I wonder, yes, that would, that would be... You've been very helpful, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, um, I wonder if we could um, perhaps send a wire over to uh, someone there. Sure, we know someone who's uh, got access to the place. Uh, you would need a British Library card, but you would yeah. almost certainly we know someone who does. Somebody. Yes, I mean, yeah. I would think that uh, at the very least, Rabbit's Foot must know somebody. The, Do you the, know anyone Rabbit's Foot in the, London? The, 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 you can read. <laughs> well, when they're sober. Uh... <laughs> The, the, the sort of amateur occultist who likes to fancy themselves a scholar, mm. I suspect, would, would be the sort of chap, certainly person who'd come to hand. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, or just pick someone from the drones, you know. <laughs> okay, yes, you have uh, a, a, an old uh, friend, an old Etonian, if that's where you... Uh, Mr. Mr. Crowley, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a man called Richard Anderson, um, who you went to Eton with, who fancies himself as something of a scholar in these uh, in these matters, and you and can send the, him a wire. The answer is yeah, yes, Eton and the lifeguards. Uh, <laughs> um, super. There we are. Well, you can send him a wire, basically saying, "Can he go and pick up the copy, or at least peruse it and send you some information?" Is that what you want? Oh, uh, well, I, th- I think it's really more... Um, Email your PDF. Sort, 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 sort out some a- access for us for when we're going to be in London in a few months' time. Ooh. A few weeks' time or whatever. Get, I wonder if we could get photographs. You know how big a book it is. You need an awful lot of light for photographing at this date. Well, or a long exposure. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, the morning is passing, so you probably need to get back now and get into your funeral gear. Assuming yeah. you weren't wearing that at the New York Public Library. Oh, well, obviously, funeral suit and violin case. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, basically, I'm, I'm, I'll be wearing the suit and everything, but I, I've been wandering around in my enormous bearskin coat, <laughs> <laughs> which um, I shall change out of that and get a scarf and dust off my Homburg. Okay. The Cypress Hill Cemetery. Um, it's uh, there's there's a brief ceremony. It is cold outside. It's snowing. You do pity the poor undertaker uh, or grave digger, I should say, to dig a six foot deep hole. I pity the grave um, digger. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, Jackson was not of known religious affiliation. There is a brief. Um, ceremony planned for two o'clock. Um, from, from what we know of him, his, his reaction to religion was mostly keep that away from me. <laughs> Generally. Um, Partic- particularly at the last. The kind of organised religion he mostly had something to do with, uh, yes, usually tried to kill him. So he did have some uh, objections to it. Um, so he had you, a healthy uh, respect for religion. I think a health, well, it turns out it was unhealthy in the end, wasn't it? Um, as you arrive, there you, there are a few other people there. Um, there is um, a, a large gentleman in an exquisitely tailored suit. Um, it, you may even share the same tailor, Roger, but it, it suits his bulky frame. He's, he's um, middle-aged, approaching elderly, um, balding, but immaculately coiffured, um, 
Quafford, is that a thing? No, Quaffled. that would only be if he had more hair. He's immaculately turned out, uh, very well dressed. Polished? Um, polished. Combed over. Yeah. Comb over. Well, no, speaking of combers, there is another uh, gentleman there, a rather younger, twitchy, uh, twitchier and more excitable um, black gentleman who is definitely balding and has definitely gone for the comb over um, to try and avoid this. Um, he is in a less well-fitting suit um, and he is accompanied by a long, young, smart black lady in um, a, a professional clothes, so uh, a long skirt. and uh, is, it, a is it really jacket. possible to do a comb over if you've got just a typically well if he's got basically uh, straight hair then it's doable uh, he's yeah oh, he's, yeah, he's but... it's not so much a comb over as he is plastering it down it's it's covered oh, right, in gel right. and so it's plastered down on the surface of his head uh yeah. in a, in a way to, oil, to sort of describe thing. the balding uh nature of it this man um, does not smoke there are no other people there apart from the uh the priest who will be doing the ceremony um, I wonder if that's a relative for uh, the couple there. Well, as you approach the group, um, the larger gentleman turns around and nods at you uh, and walks over. Ah, gentlemen. You're his Bolivian friends, I take it. Well, we're not actually Bolivian, uh, but... Uh... <laughs> he hands. He, he puts, puts his uh, hand out. Uh Jonah, Jonah Kensington, very good to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. He spoke very highly of you. Oh, well, that's... that's there is very... an overpowering uh, uh, aura of aftershave surrounding this man. My, Michael Tromley, they call me Ravensford. Uh, Campion. Of course. Campion. Ah, Campion. And Edwin, uh, I assume this is. Uh, Edwin Parsons. Um, uh, I'll do my own introduction, because he's gone very quiet, obviously. He, he, he has a sore throat. It's this weather, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's very close to the snow, you see, once it's settled. He's starting to wonder maybe if he got concussion from that fist to the head, but he'll probably be fine. He's, he's been a bit quiet <laughs> the last day. Um, and I take it you don't know. Um, and then the uh, uh, the uh, the balding black man steps forward. Ah, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Um, you're the, uh, I should say, I am... The, well, I was. Uh, I don't know if I still am. Am I technically? I was. Hello, Ramsey my name's Campion. My name. uh, Campion, good to meet you. Of course you are. Of course you are. Uh, and Ramsey is uh, uh, your uh, 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 Edward Parsons. He shakes shakes his hand. And, and Michael, uh, did, did he call you Rabbit's Foot? Is that a luck thing? Or is that. Well, I mean, yes, had, um, had, 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 had a bit of a war, you know. Oh, I see. I said, well, didn't we all? <laughs> well, not me, obviously. But um, uh, it's good to meet I am his, uh, well, was his lawyer. Um, it's good to meet you. This is my niece, Willa. Um, Willa, dip forward um, and shake yes. your hands. Good good to meet you, gentlemen. Good to meet you. Um, terrible, terrible time. Bloody disaster. Yes, yes, I must say we were quite shocked when we heard the news. <laughs> you were there, I gather. Is that right? Uh, yes, um, we we were unfortunately the first at the scene uh, of the terrible incident, and um, I, I can only say that um, it was very quick. He lies. <laughs> <laughs> right at I, the end, I can only say that, that he died 
over a long period of time in considerable agony, <laughs> unable really to do more than just gurgle and uh, no, it, it was it was very quick. Um, I've got um after the, all this business, um, he shakes his head. He's, he's clearly uh, both. Well, all three people there are clearly quite distressed and dealing with it in their own way. Um, but Jonah says, um, I, uh, I wouldn't mind a, a talk with you gentlemen. All of you, uh, Carlton, you're welcome to come too, but, you know, after all this business. Well, yes, of course. I mean, we're, uh, we're at your disposal. Good. Good. Uh, why, why, don't, why don't we uh, adjourn to my club? Oh, sorry, no. Um, why don't we adjourn <laughs> to somebody else's club? <laughs> um, come back to uh, my office. they don't allow ladies in. That's the point you're trying to make, isn't it? Yes. Oh, well, um, Willa can go back and um, uh, she was, uh, you know, she's got a lot of, I mean, there's things to do. There's filing. There's, um, Willa puts her hand on Colson's arm. It's it's fine. Uh, Uncle, I'll, uh, For God's I'll sake, stop now while I still respect you. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, too late. So, this bloody business, as Jonah uh, puts it, is brief. Um, it's called The Priest. Um, I knew of Jackson, but didn't know him very well. He encourages you to share any memories you had of him. Um, but otherwise, it's a very cold, <laughs> in a number of ways, ceremony. Jackson um, was a colourful character right up to the end. In, in, in ways, he was more colourful at the end. <laughs> In ways he really rather wouldn't have been. Um, it, it's over with relatively quickly, and no one says very much. No one really looks at anything. Jonah is the first to pick up um, the dirt and throw it on the coffin, followed by Carlton. Willa is uh, crying as she throws um, dirt down on his coffin. And you pick up the dirt, and John, you particularly remember... How little respect or like you had for the, <laughs> the man as, as you dropped the, the dirt on his gun. But still. He was, you know, I've got no particular objection to him, but the fact he's inconsiderately got himself brutally murdered. I mean, he, he was. He did lie to us when he met, but, you know, like, if I held that against everybody, I would have I mean, well, let's face it, we lied to him too. <laughs> you see, that's just not the sort of term I use. It's, it's um, camouflage. I, I, I'm just flashing back to press F to pay respects here. So. <laughs> it's a cold, dark day, um, and made darker by the funeral, which makes you all contemplate your own imminent mortality. Oh, I say, I'm actually um, thinking how much more alive I am than Jackson. <laughs> which is, it's always nice to, uh, to think of that. Um, and you can look forward to the, uh, the, the very dry wake, which will... Course, follow. There, there is no wait planned, uh, which is why Jonah has largely invited you <sighs> right. back to his offices. Um, we'll do the, that then. You all treat back very quietly. Um, Jonah pulls um, a couple of cabs. Um, I treat, he says with a, with a half smile. Um, let's let's head back to Prospero House. Um, and Prospero House. Hmm. The Prospero House. It's a, a fairly modest. Um, uh, it's it's busy by itself, but it's certainly not a big business. They are more in the business of publishing things that people might be interested in reading in future generations rather than making lots of money. But 
because what, almost Jack, a vanity press or uh, not quite, well they've maybe they, they don't call themselves that um, well, they, they do. Jackson was one of their star um authors he was the only one that had ever been a bestseller um, right uh, and, and you know bestseller by their standards Jackson was he sold very well and he he was well off but he he was not uh it was not widely known in the outside public in the in the broader public um no so the, there are a, a couple of secretaries. There's a few um, editors tapping about downstairs as um, Jonah leads you upstairs to his his own offices, shuts the door behind you. Um, please uh, have seats. Um, he opens a drawer and pulls out some bourbon. Um, drinks anyone? Oh, that's very kind. Thank you. Uh, pours your glasses. Lifts it to uh, to Wayne Wheeler and the Anti Saloon League. He takes a swig. <laughs> he sits down in his chair. Well, he looked at you three in particular. You were you were there, you know, when he changed. When he became a, a, a true believer. Oh, I'm really glad you finished that sentence off that way. <laughs> when he changed from being alive into being dead. Um, he never really told me what happened in Bolivia, but... Um, Oh, it was something it, more than he wrote in that bloody book of his. It, it was a bad business, all right. For which patrons can can find out about by what by listening to episodes one to five, available exclusively to everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, last time I saw him, took him for a meal at the Waldorf Astoria. I wanted to know about this new project of his. He was excited. Not in the way he normally was, more nervous energy than excitable. You think he knew that this was a possibility then, that somebody might come for him? Well, maybe not then. Maybe not back then. But... I, I, I think it's always been at the back of his mind. I mean, even, even when uh, we first met him, that was the occasion. You know, it, it was clear that there, there were people who did not want, want information to come to light. Well, that's yeah. true. I mean, certainly the air of danger, threat, imminent menace, and impending doom is one of the reasons why I was trying to stay as far away from the bastard <laughs> as possible. <laughs> well, it, 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 there's a reason they call them death cults, you know. Who calls them that? Who, who, who does anything with these people? <laughs> well. I was trying to pin him down to what his latest project was, and he was he was a bit reluctant, a bit slippery, you know, but a bit of um, lubrication. <laughs> Flashbacks to his guts tumbling out onto the floor. Well, he said to me, eventually, what if all these cults that he had seen and investigated, what if all these dark mistresses and dark masters. What if all these reasons to kill are all these reasons to die? What if behind them all there was a singular entity? And what if all these mistresses and masters were just faces, just masks that it wore? I mean, I I laughed because I thought he was joking. And I asked him, if he was talking about God. More like the devil, wouldn't it be? No, sounds, <laughs> sounds to me more like clinical paranoia, but I'm not sure if that's actually been invented yet. 
Well, maybe. <laughs> Makes a I note know. just in case. <laughs> I'm no psychologist, but he didn't laugh back. And when I asked him if it was God, he said, maybe it is. What, so you think he'd found religion then? I don't know what he'd found. Shortly but before religion found him, apparently. He <laughs> thought all these cults were linked. There was something linking them all together. I don't know how, and I don't know why, but I know that he believed the Carlisle expedition was the key to it all. Perhaps he was the key to it all. If he was investigating them all, the obvious link is him. But he was investigating the Carlisle expedition. It, it, it certainly has struck me as, as strange that, I mean, let's face it, 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 it if you want to get get a bunch of people to, to do a bit of spiritualism with you, that's easy. You know, just ask your friends. It's very fashionable. You want them to start, you know, mur- murdering... Um, unbaptized infants and pour, pouring their blood on, on gravestones at the new moon and so on, not to take a purely random example. It's, it's a little harder to find people who are going to do that sort of thing with you. There's a slightly uncomfortable silence. Yeah. Um, particularly since they, since they banned fagging at Eton. <laughs> um, Jonah pours himself another drink uh, and pours anyone who wants one another one too. Um, yeah, but you can, always find, you can always find people who will do things if they think they'll benefit, and you just yes. But what is the benefit? I mean, along. well, power usually isn't it money? You'll remember Bolivia, the gold. I don't believe it. <laughs> Doesn't seem to have done a great deal of good to them. Well, True. I would very much like you to find the bastards that killed my friend. I have, I, Mr. Kensington, I have a suggestion for you, and I, and I realise it, it, it's uh, possibly a little crass to speak on it, on the, or speak of it on this day of all days, but it seems to me that an appropriate tribute to our good friend Jackson Elias would be to finish his last book, to track down what what he what the the, the connections that he hadn't had time to make. At this point, you notice Carlton. It's sort of jittering. I mean, jittery more than normal because he's, he's quite jittery. He's been fiddling with a pencil that he found on the table, and he drops it clattering on the floor. Um, well, um, since we're since we're talking like this, I should. Um, oh, well, I mean, I'm not sure if it's my place. Sam Jackson uh, was uh, obviously a good friend of yours, as he was a good friend of mine. But I'm thinking maybe. Um, and Jonas says, "Get bloody, get it bloody out, Carlton, for God's sake." Um, uh, well, I, I'm thinking maybe we should bring it forward. You know, as we're talking like this, all of us are here, right? Bring what forward? The the well. I mean, the reading of the well. That's that's. Uh, you guys are all mentioned in it. That's the important thing. You're all we're mentioned. Yeah, yeah, by name. You three. That's it. You three, Jonah. Let's do it. I was going to do it three days from now, but let's let's just do it tonight. Come on, let's do it. Let's Read say. the well. Let's fall in love. Um. Well, uh, very peculiar. he had family, talking. didn't he? The way no no well like yeah you know, the way you're talking you might be interested in um, I've gone very New York now I don't know why that helped I've got it with Tony Curtis here what's the matter with you, you think hey forget about it um yeah I, I, I feel at least like... at least it's not that guy from Brooklyn yet <laughs> um the the one who's on all those fifties space mission films that's the comic relief of course. I was thinking more of, um, hey, Louis, I shouldn't have eaten that upside down cake. Who am I thinking? Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please, please don't do Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? Um, right, um, so 
I forgot where I was now. Carlton. You were doing a Tony Curtis impression. I was doing the Tony Curtis impression as Carlton, who suggests you might be interested in hearing the reading of the will. Um, Well, fair enough. Perhaps we should um, have a bite to eat first. uh... With with, with my 5% law, I get the feeling that this is is not the sort of thing that one's really supposed to do. But then, let's face it, it's only 5% law. Well, yeah, um, I mean, um, he I, is, what he's, he's saying the is, lawyer, he's the so executor of the will. You're the only people there. He, he can set a date whenever he likes, so he can say, "I'll read the will this evening if he if he likes." So that's that's his suggestion. While this is coming to light, Jonah is rummaging about in the um in his drawer. I've got it here somewhere. Hang on, um, hang on, uh, right. Here it is. Um, look, this is what Jackson sent me from Nairobi. And he pulls out a letter. Very slowly, reaches very slowly over the desk. He's still reaching. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's arriving. It's, <laughs> it's a huge desk, desk, isn't it? It's a very huge desk. And he, he's he got loads big, it onto the clockwork train. He's got a large stomach. And so, you know, it's... it's it's tough for him to, to pick it up. So, but um, he's oh, he's still reaching. It's coming. It, it really falls. is just like sitting around a table gaming in the old days. <laughs> <It falls laughs> into your uh, hand, Campion. Uh, it's still falling. Yes, I can see it's still falling. Out. Uh, there we are. Oh, there it is. It's arrived in your hand. Um, perhaps I should do a link for the. What's what's it called? It's not called uh, A11. A11, right. The name of the handout. Because it's appeared right in the middle. (laughs) Of course it has. Oh, Um, Jesus. Yes, it's handwritten. Dear Jonah. He sent me this from uh, Nairobi, I think it was. Is that what it says at the top? Yeah, it's August Uh, 8th, 1924. Dear Jonah, big nose. Sorry, big news. (laughs) There is a possibility that not all the members of the Carlisle expedition died. I have a lead, though the was in a hurry when he wrote this. Uh, though the authorities here deny the cult angle, uh, the natives sing a different tune. You wouldn't believe the stories. Some juicy notes coming your way. This one may make us all rich. Does that actually say blood and kisses? I'm afraid it does. That's what it looks like to me. Blood and kisses, Jay. That's a bit of an odd sign-off, isn't it? Uh, it, was, uh, it dates back to his first uh, uh, book that he wrote with me uh, for me. It's a private joke. Uh, how private? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 his usual sign-off. It's the way that I knew it was him. He was a slightly paranoid gentleman. Kisses, right? So. Um... Well, well, that would be no, astonishing news. Mm. This is after our conversation about the. He was very excited about it. Certainly, well, the notes did arrive from Nairobi. Well, that, that uh, I'm going to scroll, but it's oh, it's not scroll. It's Zoom. Oh Jesus! I'm right. afraid they're 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 lengthy in their scope. Yes. But uh, he, he digs out the uh, a sheaf of it's it's eight sets of different notes um, with a summary page on top. Good God! 
um, which you uh, can peruse at your leisure if you like. But it, it probably is worth reading it out. We could read it out uh, at different sets one at a time if you would rather. This is A12? This is A12, I'm afraid. Okay, let's see and if a we can zoom into that a bit. A different notes. Well, I'll I'll let you know. So, eight sets of notes. Um, set one of the Nairobi notes sets forth the officers, officials, and tribes which Elias visited, searching for material concerning cults and cult rituals. Elias mentions Roger Corridan, the colonial undersecretary for internal affairs, but he notes nothing conclusive was learned. Elias discounts the official version of the Carlisle massacre. Set 2 describes his trip to the massacre site. He notes particularly that the earth there is completely barren and that all the tribes of the region avoid the place, saying it is cursed by the god of the black wind, whose home is the nearby mountaintop. God of the black wind. Hmm. Set 3 is an interview with a Johnston Kenyatta who says that the Carlisle murders may have been formed by the cult of the bloody tongue. He says the cult is reputedly based in the mountains, and that its high priestess is a part of the Mountain of the Black Wind. Elias is politely sorry, I have to zoom in here. Is politely sceptical, but Kenyatta insists upon the point. In quotes, Elias records that regional tribes fear and hate the bloody tongue, that tribal magic is of no protection against the cult, shock horror, and that the cult's god is not of Africa. Hmm. Set 4 follows up on this Kenyatta interview. Elias confirms from several good sources that the bloody tongue exists, though he finds no first-hand... he's confirmed that now, yeah. <laughs> yes, he certainly confirmed it now, uh, though he finds no first-hand evidence. I'll, I'll pencil in, I'll just cross that out. <laughs> <laughs> Tales include children stolen for sacrifice. Creatures with great wings are said to come down from the mountain of the Black Wind to carry people off. The cult worships a god unknown to folklorists, one fitting no traditional African pattern. Elias lists Sam Mariga, railway station, Neville German, Dr. Starrett, Lieutenant Selkirk, and Colonel Endicott as people he questioned. Set 5 is a single sheet reminding Elias that the Cairo-based portion of the Carlisle itinerary must be examined carefully. He believes that the reason which prompted Carlisle's Kenyan side trip is on the Nile. You're doing very well, very, very well for picking the small uh, <laughs> paragraphs there, Roger. Um, Mark, I think it's your turn. Uh, set six is a long interview with Lieutenant Mark Selkirk, leader of the men who actually found the remains of the Carlisle expedition. Importantly, Selkirk says that the bodies were remarkably undecayed for the length of time which they lay in the open, quote, almost as if decay itself wouldn't come near the place, unquote. Secondly, the victims had been torn apart as if by animals. Though what sorts of animals would pull apart bodies so systematically, he could not guess. Unimaginable, inexplicable. Selkirk agrees that the Nandis may have had something to do with the episode, but suspects that the charges against the ringleaders were trumped up. It wouldn't be the first time, he says cynically. Finally, Selkirk confirms that no Caucasians were found among the dead, only the corpses of the Kenyan bearers were scattered across the barren plain, despite what was claimed at the inquest. Oh. 
Um, set seven is another single sheet. Elias ran into Nails Nelson at the Victoria Bar in Nairobi. Nelson had been a mercenary for the Italians on the Somali-Abyssinian border and had escaped into Kenya after double-crossing his employers. He's a, obviously a very salubrious gentleman. Oh. Um, Nelson claimed to have seen Jack Brady alive in Hong Kong less than two years before Elias was in Kenya, which is 1924, and long after the Kenyan court declared that Brady and the rest of the expedition were dead. Brady was friendly, but guarded and taciturn. Nelson didn't press the conversation. This report only strengthened Elias's belief that the principal members of the expedition might still live. And set eight discusses a possible structure for the Carlyle book, but is mostly featureless with entries like tell what happened and explain why. Brilliant. Another, another enormous paragraph. How did you do that? It leaves the rest of the ghostwriter, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, after I got these notes, um, a few weeks later, I got a wire from Hong Kong from him saying things were proceeding nicely. But I didn't hear from him then until about a month ago, last December. He wired from London... And the telegram was a bit excitable, um, uh, very out of character. You know, he was, he was not an excitable man generally, but it almost sounded a bit crazy. I don't, I don't know what to... He said he'd been in London for a few days and he'd seen unbelievable things. He said he was on the verge of a conspiracy of monstrous proportions, worldwide conspiracy. proportions what he said he said there was a, a timetable and that he, he said he might need to go to Australia he couldn't explain more um, but he said he'd soon be in New York hmm. well everybody knows uh, that, that he didn't need to go to Australia of course not the first uh, time well well, that sadly got cut from his, uh, his final expedition, um, <laughs> as did his uh, small intestine. Um, the last I heard from him, and I never saw him, he dropped a final note, a short note, don't worry, off to the... Um, uh, well, it wasn't a short note, actually. It was, it was a <laughs> rambling series of... Um, not like him at all. I, I'm almost embarrassed to show it to you. Um, but as uh, none of your writers have any repute or skill, um, <laughs> I, I feel that perhaps uh, we could, um, okay. uh, perhaps, perhaps we could uh, dispense with the professional embarrassment. I, I'm going to show you his final notes. Oh, I, I shall rest, restrict myself purely to amateur embarrassment. Yeah, thank you. Um, if if it's a bit difficult to read, I've, I've summarised the, 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 the salient parts here. Many um, names, many forms. What's uh, this? The, the writing is... all the name and all the same, all the same and towards what? one end. Need help. Too big, too ghastly. These dreams, dreams like Carlyle's. Check that, that psychoanalyst's files... All of them survived. They'll open the gate. Why? So the power and the danger is real? They. Many... Something... Threats. Yeah. Threats. 
The books are in Carlisle Safe. Hello. Coming for me, will the ocean protect? Well, apparently it did. Well, temporarily. Ho, ho, no quitters now. Must tell and make them believe. Should I scream for them? Let's scream together. Right, he was quite clearly uh, somewhat overwrought. Uh, I, I didn't know what to make of it. Um, I was still deciding whether to, whether it was some cryptic code or whether he needed six months in a sanatorium, but events rather overtook me before I could make a decision. Indeed. I don't think I've ever actually seen a, a document before where somebody has written dot, dot, dot and trailed off the bottom of the page. <laughs> it comes from me. Oh, no, i.e. I. It, it is behind me. <laughs> <laughs> the three-lobed burning eye. Dot, dot, dot. The window, the window. Um, that is a, really a summary of his, his last rambling notes, rather right. than actually the, the notes. Hmm. But Carlisle's safe. What books is he talking about? I do, uh, Can we get well, access to Carlisle's safe? Well, presumably well, his, his sister. In Westchester. Um, he's got a big mansion up there. It seems to me that we have an entree of sorts. Oh, thank goodness, I'm starving. <laughs> because... One thing. If Carlisle... If Carlisle were to be found alive, then then his sister would be... Um... Somewhat put out. Yes. So, um... Well, I, I, I understand the way, thing, the way things are done in these circles, so perhaps we could offer to, um, you know, ex- explain that, that, that we're trying to find him and make, make sure he stays properly lost, and I'm sure she'd be quite cooperative. Well, the only drawback there is that if, incredibly, she would like to find him, then we've just set ourselves up as being untrustworthy and effectively the opposition. And there's really no coming back from that. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Well, Roger the has cult of the bloody tongue. Uh, yeah, I'm just wondering if that approach is the right one, though, to, to suggest that we, we're the people to make sure he never comes back. <laughs> nice little business you're in charge of here. Be a shame if, you know, it's just... It's, if your waste brother came back and spent all the money, yes. Yes, the piss poor playboy. How is he? <laughs> um, a psychology role, uh, Roger. At, at the very least, and slightly more seriously, I think it's something that she would want to know about. Uh, C6. Uh, no. No. Okay, fine. Um, I, I'm not disagreeing that we should talk to her. I, I just think that perhaps we should be you know, straight up about this, really. I'm going to leave the strategy to you, gentlemen, of course, but anything I can do to help, I'd very much like to. Well, possibly... Uh, I know, I know um, Rabbit's Foot, you've met her before, but uh, maybe an introduction from from you, as it were, just to let her know we're in town and would like to call on her, if possible. That might make it seem a little bit more official that you understand the... Um, the information that we have is genuine. Might give us a bit more authority. I wonder whether perhaps I, I just ought to... Uh, find, find, she must, must have a uh, man of business 
Perhaps if I, if I were to, to do, approach him informally. She does, the mm, amount good point. Ray, as you recall, tends to deal with all the business matters. Um, you've never met him particularly because he doesn't tend to go to the sort of social occasions that you do, but you're aware. Um, Bradley Gray not, is, is a counsellor and sort of uh, what you would call now a public uh, public uh, public assistant, is that what you call him? His PA, and a personal assistant is what I'm trying to think of. Um, so I doubt they called them that in the 20s. Secretary. Hmm. Personal secretary, probably. Um, well, while we're on the subject, gentlemen, um, I, I think it would be worthwhile. Um, I mean, I don't want to waste your time, um, but... Uh, oh, no, 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 no waste at all. I mean, I understand you've you've got business to do. Uh, we don't know how long we're going to be around here, uh, as Jackson was only saying the other day. Um <laughs> Uh, yes, did you want to go ahead here, or should we reconvene somewhere else? Well, how about, um, uh, I mean, we could go right to my apartment now, to my uh, offices now, um, or you could meet, uh, no, sorry, my offices, um, I call them my apartment because I, I sleep. Because I but, sleep um, under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cradling or, a bottle of Jack. <laughs> or if you all want to come uh, tomorrow morning, uh I mean, we, I know we're good. Um, speakeasy nearby. Um, if, if you want to, uh, if we want to go there now, it's up to you. I mean, on, I don't want to. On, wanna, on, on a that. Sunday. In this or... weather, with my <laughs> reputation. <laughs> During prohibition. Um, no, well, to, 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 as, as, as far as I can see, we, we start on the fifteenth, and if this is the seventeenth, it's a Saturday. It's a Friday. Uh, it's the seventeenth. It's a Saturday. If you're right. So, I'm uh, glad we sorted that out. I was going to have to go all Christmas Carol and throw the window <laughs> open and say, "You boy, what day is it?" <laughs> so, so but, cold, blimey. So today what is better than tomorrow. Sorry, <laughs> freezing. <laughs> <laughs> so, all, all I'm saying is that today is better than tomorrow of the two, simply right. because it's a, a day on which business is done. Yes. Okay. Jonah calls some more yellow cabs. Um, to take you to the offices of Carlton Ramsey, um, which is in Harlem, um, a small, simply decorated and neatly kept um, apartment. Willa is there just closing up for the night because it's getting towards five o'clock now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, well let me, oh, she lets him yammer for a bit, opens the door, lets him through, closes the door behind you all. Okay. Um and he, oh, she's left, has she, or has she come back? She, she's left for the night. Yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, so she uh, leaves you behind. Um, Carlton uh, leads you all into his office. It's a rather tighter fit than Jonah's office. Um, two of you are going to have to stand. One of them is not going to be Jonah, who sits down in one of the chairs um, and makes himself comfortable. I'll stand. I'm happy to stand. Okay. No, no, please, please, old man, you uh, obviously. All oh, right. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Elias came to me uh, on the morning of the fifteenth, two days ago. Um, he was he was not himself. He was jittery. He was nervous. Um, uh, I think he was afraid for his life. He, he left a, a note for me to give. Uh, uh, he, left, he updated as well, and he left a note for me to give. Well, you gentlemen, um, let me just 
reach slowly across the table. <laughs> Hang on. He, he starts unfolding it from his breast pocket. Oh, this very, is like the bloody Great British Bake Off or MasterChef. <laughs> and the person going home is... It's very tightly folded. It's going to take a while to unfold. Um, oh, here we go. It's nearly unfolded. Plonk. Okay. He um, unfolds the letter and hands it to whichever of you puts your hand out. Uh, hang on. It is A10. It. And I promise you this A10. may even be the last handout of tonight's session. Got right. It. Which is, of course, in his handwriting. Yes. I think I can work with that. <coughs> Greetings from beyond the grave. Don't burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it. Um, <laughs> by now you know that all I've really left you is a whole heap of trouble. If I was... You utter bastard. I told you. Didn't I tell you? If I was still around to have an opinion on the matter, I would understand if you decided to walk away from it all. Hell, if I'm dead right now, that's a good indication I should have done the same. But you know me too well, and I know you too well. If you were the kind of person who always did the sensible thing, we wouldn't be such good friends. Uh, I don't think he actually knew me at all, then, judging by that. (laughs) You've been there when I needed you in the past, and I hope you'll be there again, even if it's too late to save me. Full stop. I've I've been <clears throat> pulling threads all over the world, and while most of them are still unravelling, I think I'm onto something big. Carlton and Jonah can fill in more of the details for you. I've left some of my papers and notes with them, which should help you work out which hornet's nest hornet's you need nest. to poke next. I trust you to bring my killers. Killers? Thought it might be kittens, but no, it's killers. <laughs> to, to, yes, to bring those damn kittens to justice. Of course, I'm assuming I was murdered. It will be just plain embarrassing I was run over by a trolley car. Follow my investigation to its bloody end and seek out the truth. I'm not asking you to finish my book. None of you can write worth a damn. Your friend always, Jackson. Well, nice to see that even beyond the grave he has his sense of humour. Well, he was, he was like that. I mean, you remember the time. Well, you wouldn't remember the time because you weren't there, but he, uh, well, <laughs> it's a funny story. Shut up, Carlton. Um, no, no, go on. I mean, I, I can go on all night, obviously. But... So I've heard. Um, um, yes, right. well, perhaps um, that puts I... the kibosh on your uh, finishing his book idea there, shall we? Well, let me. Um, uh, he had some. Uh, he, he had some ideas. Let me um, uh, cut through the legalese and, and tell you the details. Really, um, he has given full power of eternity me to me, um, and I have full authority to liquidate his assets, which come to something in the region of fifty thousand um, dollars, which wow. he has instructed to create and manage a fund to uh, continue his investigation into the Carlisle expedition. And find out who liquidated his assets. Hello. What? (laughs) Sorry, I'm being distracted. Um, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I'm not sorry to hear that. Um, You're about to be distracted. Thank you. Wow, that looks amazing. Thanks, Seth. Um, Just what I was thinking. For probably very different reasons. (laughs) Oh. Do you, do you need some alone time, John? No, no, no. I was nope. uh, just thinking, Carrie, she's got a different walk. Has she hurt her leg or something? 
um, that's it, really. So he has um, he uh, Carlton is going to be the point of contact. Um, and if you've got anything you need, he can try and get in touch with any people that he can for smooth your passage if you need to go anywhere or investigate anything. But he and Jonah will help you any way they can from the comfort of their own offices. So what you're essentially saying is that a dead man is bankrolling an investigation which ultimately killed him, yeah, yeah. Splendid. He, want, he wants us to uh, continue. Mm. Mm. I must so, say, it's, it's like not a jolly good quite, jape. It's not quite as tempting an offer as he perhaps thought it might sound. Um, what in, in the light of the vivid, vivid memories I have? Um, I mean, I never really got into the fella's head, but. Um, <laughs> The rest of him was an open book. I, uh, I would appreciate if you could do what you can for my friends. This money makes you at liberty. Um, I will, I will help wherever I'm. Obviously, I'm too old. There, there, to there are certain phrases to which Rabbit's foot is simply not reacting. Oh, Fifty thousand dollars—that's nice. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Quick mental calculation dismisses it once it goes over into pounds. <laughs> $50,000, um, that's nothing. And really, oh. uh, off, off to Passchendaele, um, frankly, one hotel room is much like another. But the truth is, I do have personal reasons for pursuing this. Um, I suspect that Jackson wasn't the only person looking into things that brought him to a... an unfortunate end. Also, oh, quite apart from anything else, we, we, we have these... Um, He's some um, killers rampaging through New York. And, uh, I'm, I'm, well, not so many of them now. Indeed, but really, so, so I gather. But um, we need to keep New York safe for its own native ground killers. Well, absolutely, yes. Well, the rest of the evening passes with uh, further bourbon. They may, um, they may be a flask of the real stuff involved as well. There may be. There may be uh, even. Oh. Jazz music involved as you head out into Harlem um, to enjoy the the fruits of the Harlem Renaissance, um, and you awake with surprise um, the next day when the investigation is really handed over to you, chaps. At this point, after that very lengthy introduction to the basis of the campaign, yes, it is a bit handout heavy. This one, isn't it? Well, it's, so... it's front loaded with the handout, should we say? Because at this point, um, right. You're investigating. Do do we have more specific dates? Was there something supposed to be something on the 19th, or was that the reading of the will that we've effectively had? That was the reading of the will, which you've just um, fast-forwarded. So it's now the morning of the 18th. It's a Sunday. Um, You can go back to bed and start investigations again (laughs) tomorrow, if you would rather. No, no, no. no, We'll we'll rise early at the crack of noon. Indeed. (laughs) And uh, uh, order breakfast. Um, Yes. So to summarise the sort of key points, somewhere in Africa there is an area that everybody avoids and a mountain that apparently has some sort of uh, evil priestess and black-winged creatures, which I'm presuming are going to be vultures. Um, And children are going missing and there are sacrifices and we think that the Carlisle expedition 
wasn't actually brutally murdered there. But they may either have escaped, although if that's the case, they're lying rather low, or possibly been captured, or perhaps a bit of both. They might um, might be in different locations now. Well, we know that, we, if we believe this evidence, we know that Jack Brady got away. Yes, well, that's what makes me Though wonder for, for about it. For reasons, because... either his own or somebody else's, he hasn't come out to he the hasn't. public. Exactly. Now, he may have perfectly good reasons that are totally unconnected with the expedition, but we can't really be digging rabbit holes at every turn. So we'll have to assume that he's lying low either because of his own safety or perhaps his family or friends, that he he knows that if he, if he raises his head, then he, he makes everyone else around him a target. So we could attempt to find him. That's a bit of a needle in a haystack. Um, more fruitfully, I suppose we could try, once we've gathered all the information we can here and, and perhaps in London, the obvious site seems to be to head to Africa. First-hand uh, observation. Well, there, there's also this suggestion that whatever they found to send them to Africa was on the Nile. Hmm. So, so perhaps one might uh, drop in via Alex or Cairo. And, uh... Quite a big river, the Nile, isn't it? Well, we just go to the to the very start. You know, oh, right. Easy enough right. to, to find. Um, so we need to get these books and find out what they are from Carlisle's safe. Oh. Well, yes. I, as I see it, the path, the path to that is to um, speak with Miss Carlisle's man of business tomorrow. Yes, and I think be as open and, and honest. We are, we're effectively officially working for the uh, the foundation, are we? You are. Perhaps I mean, on the quiet, is... but we have their backing. Well, for Jackson Elias's foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a newly founded foundation, and yeah. not a charity. So, but but, not, but I, I, sorry, you could get some business cards printed, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, it's not something Car- Erica Carlyle would be aware of. Well, I, um, I, I think our approach to her is there is this potential legal complication, and we've been appointed by the executive of the will, and there is some suggestion, as a result of documents passed on to us through this procedure, that that her brother might be alive, and in in the quest to resolve this, we we would like some inf- we would like to speak with her and get and it, ultimately this leads to we would like to look in this safe. Uh, yes, particularly. You know the books, rather than uh, maybe making it too general. It, 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 I suppose make it sound as if we know what it is we're looking for. Mm. Um, well, let's face yeah, it. Yeah, that's we, probably we, a very good approach. I think it, it um, probably helps that we don't look like chances who are out for a few spare dollars. <clears throat> I, <clears throat> I just want to tie. Are you, um, are you sure you don't want to use my tailor, old chap? <laughs> well, do you know the thing is, I'm, I'm I'm growing very attached to this coat <laughs> in an organic sort of way. I'm looking forward to you wearing it in Nairobi. Um, it is possible I would wear something more appropriate because I'm not an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> it is January in New York. Yeah. And it's like the that. 20s. There is no other period in history where I can dress like this in a metropolitan <laughs> area and it'd be fashionable. <laughs> Outside of St. Petersburg, basically. Yourself. Thank you. 
Um, so you're planning to contact Bradley Gray uh, probably wisely tomorrow. Um, are you? Uh, do you have any plans for today, or are you just? I think I shall Relax. spend the day mostly with um, with a pencil and a notepad, making a list of all the sorts of things we're likely to find ourselves needing, the places we're going to need to go to, um, clothes and equipment we may need to buy, and longer term, from what we know already, the more distant destinations, in case there's anywhere where we might need to apply for a visa in advance, something like that. Well, you so... can, you can. I mean, if you've got countries in mind, and you've certainly got leads too. Uh, well, maybe. It seems a bit far north and inland, but I, I suppose we could go there if you think it's necessary. It's a lovely city, by the way. It is so a lovely I, I recommend, city. I can recommend Leeds. Sadly overlooked in this globetrotting campaign. I don't know why. don't know. But you can get Jonah and um, Carlton to um, arrange visas uh, as required. Um, okay. I mean, you've already mentioned London as a possibility. Um, and Jonah has some ideas of who you might want to contact in London. We'll uh, leave that aside for the minute because you've had enough leads already. But he knows a few things about what Jackson did in London and a few ideas about who he spoke to, um, right. including a, a, a publisher over there and a police detective that he can fill you in on if you plan on going there. Kenya is an obvious choice somewhere on the Nile. An obvious choice, Shanghai, the, and Australia has been mentioned as well. But the the other thing in New York, it seems to me, is this uh, Emerson Imports. Ah, oh, yes. Now we have we haven't seen that name or Silas and Kwame mentioned anywhere else in the notes, I believe. You haven't. You've just got this random business card that was found in Jackson's pocket. So, well, obviously we can't... brown stain on the corner of it. You're not quite sure what that is, but it's fine. Oh, sorry about that, Pipe. Um, but, obviously we don't go over there today because... Yeah. Uh, but can we look them up in some sort of directory of businesses? Yes, you can. Um, there will be the records. There's a New York records office which um, holds records well, of all the registered businesses in be closed in New York. It will be closed. Um, you're right. Mm -hmm. So that'll probably have to wait till tomorrow. Too. Yeah. Well, this is why I'm it. thinking we should sort of plot and plan where we need to go. Also, so that we don't depart New York and then think, oh bollocks, we should have gone to that <laughs> particular private library or whatever. Um, you did discover, I forgot to say, you discovered by email that the lecture... We what, uh, sorry? The, uh, <laughs> telegram, <laughs> telegram. This is out of, out of character. Um, the, oh, the, of course, electrical mail. Telegram, Electrical yes. mail. Um, electronic mail. No, electronic is not something you've heard of either. Um, the Cult <laughs> of Darkness lecture, which was uh, in New York months ago. Yeah, um, the Polynesian one, wasn't it? The Professor Anthony Cowles is now a visiting professor in uh, the Miskatonic University, Arkham. Ah. Um, though he's from the University of Sydney. He's the uh, Loxley Fellow of Polynesian Esoterica um, at Miskatonic. And he's from Sydney, you say? Oh, yeah, mate. Well, I don't think we need to talk to him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so you discovered that too. Um, the, yeah. Uh, that 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 does cover most of your sort of American 
Leeds. Um, so, yeah. Right, so um, time to see if we can get hold of a map and start working out things like how far is it to get to that university? Miskatonic? Yeah. Does, it, does Edwin have a plane immediately to hand? Well... Or can he borrow one? In 1925, New York doesn't actually have an airstrip, believe it or not, but I think we will slightly gloss over that and say that Edwin can fly you to Boston, if required, where you could, if you want uh, to... 25, we're too, uh, a couple of years too early for autogyros, really, aren't we? Mm, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. but we'll slightly pulp it up so that Edwin can fly you to major cities from where he is, but not across oceans. Right. Perhaps just as well. It's probably just as well. <laughs> so, um, right. I, we can fast forward to Monday morning um, while you're plotting, or if you want to plot further, go mm. ahead. Well, it's what to go for first, really. Uh, I would think the books in the safe ought to be our main thing, if only because we may have to make an appointment for later in the week, possibly. We may not be able to speak to them immediately. Well, perhaps if, if I um, start by talking talking with that that gentleman and yes. uh, you, you perhaps look into Emerson Imports? Uh, well, I can do, yes. Play the party, perfect. Yes, why not? And, and then next week we, we reconvene and Ed, Edwin's friends have disappeared and... <laughs> The good friends of Edwin. Um, Okay, Monday morning. Roger, you head off to the offices of Bradley Gray. Um, I would would assume I I would telephone for an appointment. Yes, yeah, and um, uh, he does have a free uh, slot at 10 o'clock. So... You're invited in. It's, it's it's quite a busy office. A number of secretaries talking about a number of investments overseas. As he uh, calls you into his office, um, oh, I, I'd, I'd really stay clear of Megatherium. I mean, I I I just hear the word. It's 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 not going to last. You know, <laughs> all jolly good jolly good money while while it lasts, but it's it's going to stop really quite soon. Um, um, thank you, thank you. Bradley um, is a, uh, a middle-aged man, um, well-groomed, uh, um, slightly camp, as he calls you through to his office. He gives you an obsequious smile. Um, Michael, Michael, he says as if he's known you your whole life. Um, sit down, sit down, what can I do for you? Oh, yes, it's well, lovely yeah. to meet you, sir. Well, you know, ham, ham... around obviously at parties, but uh, you know, I, I don't like to interfere. Ah, oh, Hampshire Chumleys, you know. Um, well, this 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 is um, a little awkward, and I, I do hope you'll you will excuse this slightly irregular approach. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I'm intrigued to tell. It, you 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 do a, a certain amount of business, I gather, for for Miss um, Erica Carlyle. Of course, I do. We're very close. Yeah, delightful woman, delightful. And Ed, and Ed. And only in passing, you understand. Um, oh, she's wonderful. No. And she would just adore you. I know she would. I know she would. Um, she's very busy, obviously. Uh, yeah, um, yes, of course. And I'm, I'm afraid what I'm going to have to do is, uh, is to ask you for, for, for a, a, a business introduction. And uh, obviously, I've realised this is not the sort of thing you, you would normally 
to do to a stranger. So, so please allow, allow me to explain. Um, I'm, I'm afraid this is not, not my normal sort of thing at all. We, we, Mm. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for you. Please, uh, let me assuage your distress. What? T- just tell me. Oh, Get to the point, man. Oh, I can't bear it. Oh, I can't pa- bear it. Paul Roger, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> well, it concerns her brother. We we have come across some evidence, and I should say that at this stage it is quite weak evidence. But there is a suggestion that he might actually still be alive. And you would understand that this this is a jolly awkward situation from from a uh, responsibility point of view. Can I ask what what evidence you have? Um, well, a a, um, a a good friend of ours, um, sadly recently deceased, uh, was working on a book which, among a bit of a muckraking thing, I know, uh, he was going to look, look looking into, among other things, the the um, disappearance of the expedition. Is this now, the of, gentleman that was murdered in the Chelsea? Indeed, indeed. Uh, now, what? now, obviously, uh, plenty of people have looked into that. I'm, I'm well aware that she, she and, and um, the, the lady would, wouldn't wish to speak to just another journalist. Of course, but but it it, it does. Uh, Frankly, I, 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 I knew him moderately, moderately well in our previous association. And while, as, as I say, the evidence is not at this point conclusive, but it is, I, I fear, a compelling case for, for further investigation, which, um, because of other, other matters that he asked us to continue with, we, we will be performing. And obviously, I'm not asking for anything from you on this. Well, but I, I, it, you it, know, she wouldn't, uh, you know, this is a touchy subject for it with Erica, but. You really think he might be alive? I, I think it is a distinct possibility. Let's have a credit rating roll, Roger, with a bonus dice, so you're going to have to work spectacularly hard to fail this. Uh, rolls up his sleeves. <laughs> uh, Given I'm, I'm, that he has a credit rating of 99, this is going to be a particularly hard dice. My, my, my best roll is a 37, not that lot. Oh, so he, he sits quiet for a moment with his with hands stable together. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do, my dear father. She must know. Um, oh, thank you. Obviously, I don't wish to impose. Please, um, uh, if you could, uh, could I uh, do you the dishonour of asking you to wait for um, uh, uh, some time while I, I, I see if I can get in touch with, with, with Erica? Oh, if, if you feel it's urgent, then yes, of course, I'd be happy to. Of course, We'll furnish you with uh, with with tea. Uh, I, I know um, you, uh, we have Earl Grey, uh, we have Lady Grey, we have um, Little Boy Grey, whichever whichever you prefer. Oh, the Earl Grey is fine. Thank you. Okay, he disappears, um, or more to the point, you are put into an ante room, delightfully um, uh, made out. Um, he comes back about twenty minutes later. He stands there, sort of slightly enigmatically before you. She'll see you. She'll see you, old man. Oh, oh splendid, splendid. Um, she'd uh, uh, like you to invest, uh, uh, come up to a Westchester estate, no less. Um, obviously, I would accompany you. Um, uh, if you could uh, visit her tomorrow. Um, oh, so certainly, certainly. Okay, he bustles out of the door. Well, you sort of minces out the door um, and uh, not there's anything wrong with that I'm not passing judgment in any way as a camp man myself 
I am quite happy with mincing of any kind. Um, though I don't eat mince. I've gone a bit like Carlton Ramsay now, so I'm going to just stop talking. Why, why don't we change scene? Okay, let's change. <laughs> <laughs> John, you approach yeah. Emerson Imports. Emerson Imports, yes. Now, Emerson Imports is a... It's uh, on the edge of the Hudson River, um, just past Hell's Kitchen in New York. Oh, um, brilliant. Yeah, so you, you've, you've really come to the top end of the year. Bloody short straw. <laughs> uh, there, right. Revolver a, in pocket, I set off. <laughs> <laughs> there's a number of loading docks around here. Um, there's uh, a few gangs. There's a few suspicious-looking people. But it's not that rough an area. It's just, you know... A, a, one of the new, one of the many New York dogs, um, and you approach. Um, there's a, a tarnished um, wooden sign outside Emerson Import and Export Company. There is a long, narrow building uh, with loading docks at either end. There's some people uh, unloading and loading crates uh, as you approach. One of them looks up quizzically. Hey, help you, sir. Yeah, you seem uh... to have come down to Texas. For some reason, I'm from Texas. I came up here to work. Good, good. Well, I'm glad it's treating you well. You're doing a splendid job. Uh, yes, looking for Silas. Sorry, uh, Silas and Quane, I believe, was the name. Uh, don't, uh, don't know. Maybe, maybe the boss knows. Um, ah, well, excellent. Uh, if you could just point me towards his office, then I'll, I'll have a. Oh, sorry, what was the boss's name? Emerson? Just Mr. Emerson, right, okay. Oh, right, Roger Emerson. Roger Emerson, right, sure. Sure, do you, uh, does he know you're coming? Uh, well, I'll let him know. Um, down here, is okay. it? Okay. Uh, yeah, sure, just uh, t- top floor of the warehouse. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm going to say, Roger, I mean Arthur. <laughs> Arthur? That sounded like a man falling down a trapdoor, but maybe that was just me. <laughs> well, that was that was the Doppler effect. John um, proceeded into the distance. That's high speed shot past him. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> right, I shall wander upstairs. Okay, there's a guy. Um, there's a few guys loading crates, unloading. Mostly ignore you. Um, and at the top floor, there's a. Fairly functional office. There's a few ledges on one side. There's a guy scribbling, and it looks up as you approach. I'll knock on the uh, the door frame. Belcher. Oh. Belcher. Belcher. Leonard Belcher. How do you do? Uh, uh, let's have a fast talk, roll. <laughs> what? Just for announcing who I am? <laughs> it's, it's more your demeanour and your confidence. Sixty-seven. Yes. Um, he, he brushes his hands on his trousers. Uh, good, good to meet you, uh, Mister Mister Belcher. Can I help you? Are you Mister Emerson? I take it. Yeah, yeah, Arthur Emerson. Uh, oh, Emerson. smashing! Uh, may I sit down? I said, pulling out a chair. Uh, sure. It, yeah. It, the thing is, um, looking a bit puzzled. Uh, looking for Silas, Silas and Quine. How, how are you dressed, by the way, John? Um, I'm dre- I'm in wearing a suit. Yeah. And I've got a I've got a fur coat over it. Okay, um, of course, but I will yeah. have, I will have opened it when I came in. 
the coat, not the suit. Uh, yes, and I've you know I'll take off my Homburg and uh... <laughs> so I, I look I, I do look actually quite respectable. Right. Okay. By my standards. <laughs> uh, can I help you, Mister Belcher? Belcher, that's right. Uh, yes. Well, um, say so I'm looking for Silas, Silas and Quane. Uh, Jackson sent me. Jackson Elias. Ah, uh, yeah. It's yeah, to Jack- do with the expedition, you know. Sorry, I thought this had all been arranged. Uh. I, I remember Jackson. Nice guy. Um, yeah, he, he came asking about about Mr. Nkwane, but I don't recall. Um, well, well, I, sorry, I was under the impression I was supposed to to pick up some information from you. I don't know, some notes or something. Um, uh, he couldn't couldn't make it himself. Well, Mr. Uh, Nkwane obviously doesn't work here. Oh, I see. Uh, where 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 is he based? Jackson, did Mister Elias not tell you? Is is he here? No, no. As I say, well, I mean, we we work together in Bolivia. Um, um, okay. Um, I happened to be in town, and um, well, I mean, he was. Yeah, he's all over the place, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> so while he was uh, unavailable, sure. Um, uh, he asked me to to just run a bit of an errand and then going to catch up with him later over over a few drinks non-alcoholic of course uh, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah you're not a, a fed are you my dear fellow uh, let's have another fast talk roll 59 getting better warming up getting into the he obviously believes you yeah. oh sure um, well uh I, I mean, I told your friend Jackson about everything I, I know about Mr. Nkwane. But uh, I can tell well, him... Why on earth would he want me to... Uh, was he, he seems to have been under the impression then that you were perhaps providing something else. Um, I mean, if, 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 if you miss... I mean, obviously I do import work for Nkwane. Do you know him? Well, no, no. He just gave me the name and said it, and asked me to, to come down. Well, he's obviously. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm I his... think he's obviously got rather confused and and perhaps mislaid the information or misunderstood what you said. I... Would right. you mind going over it again with me? And I'll just I'll just sure. take some notes, or if you could write it down. Uh, sh- uh sure. Okay. Well, I um, uh, this is you know we we import we export um uh oh very good very good and um well sinus uh is is sinus. really. Silas, um, he's uh, well, he's he's, he's uh, your friend asked about Mombasa, right? And connections. Oh, was that it? I'm, I'm, uh, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I really don't know. I do believe it was it was Africa he was talking about. Oh, well, yeah, you know, now I think about it, it's quite an African sounding name, isn't it? I, yeah, well, he's the only. Uh, I mean, I, he he wanted to know what connections I had with Mombasa, and and really, Silas Kwane is the only. The only guy I have, you know. Oh, I see. He's in the import export business. Well, he runs a shop in Harlem. The, 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 oh, he's the, not in Mombasa. No, no. The, my contact in Mombasa is uh, Aja oh, wow. Aja Singh. Um, you know, he sends stuff along. Creepy, creepy. Singh, Sikh gentleman, is he? Well, yeah, I, I guess hmm. so. I'm Indian. I think they got a lot of Indians over there. Um, at in the India. Well, 
<laughs> part of the colonization. I don't know. You you Brits know this, don't you? It's your place. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's quite oh. true, yes. Anyway. Oh, I see. So, so Inquani is actually in, in Harlem, then. Do you have any Yeah, he runs a kind of a... Oh, oh sure, yeah. It's... Um, it's oh, marvellous. Uh, he, he jots down an address. So it's a... I mean, he's a, if you met... You haven't met Inquani. He's, he's a creepy guy. Creepy? Whatever do you mean? Yeah. Well, it gives me the shivers. I, I, I mean, I, I just oh. something about. It. I, I, he's all smiles. He's all charm, but you don't trust him. Got a bit of a gut feeling. I, he looks like the kind of guy who would stab you in the back to soon as look at you. No. Right. Well, I'll mention it to uh, Jackson. He's, uh, he's not a man really to trust his guts at the moment. But uh, perhaps he'll take your, uh, your advice. So you, you think he should be on his guard? Uh, well, I, I thought he'd talk to. Kwane, I, I got the impression he was going to go and talk to Kwane. Well, surely, oh, surely he can't have done. Why would he have sent me here? Oh, I hope this isn't some ridiculous oh, prank. That's not some kind of mix-up. I'm sorry, but that'd be I, terribly out of character for. I'm so sorry if I've been wasting your time. Uh, no, was this was no. this basically everything you'd given him then? Um, well, did... he's the so Kwane's the manager of the Juju House. That's and I, he gets stuff <laughs> from our master from the yeah yeah I know but. Just, just watch yourself. There, that guy's something about him. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not going to go there. I'll, I'll... Jackson can deal with this. <laughs> uh, well, say hi to you Jackson. Won't, for you me. won't catch Leonard Belcher in there. I can tell you. What's this? Uh, is that all, Mister? I got some um, business. Of course, of course. I'll tell you, so I'll sort of pump his hand vigorously as I stand up and oh, get my hat. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, you've been most helpful. I do apologize. I'm going to have a word with him. It's a terrible mix-up, and you know. Hardworking man like you doesn't need the interruptions. Thank you so much, Mr. Emerson. You have oh, a very good oh, day, it's sir. It's been a pleasure, I think. Great. Yes, yes, I suppose it has. Goodbye. <laughs> there you are. The end of your uh, information at Emerson Imports. And I'm still alive. And you haven't <laughs> been murdered. Brilliant. Um, Dear diary, haven't been murdered again. <laughs> Results. Um, Okay, so you both meet back uh, presumably at uh, Rambert's Foot's apartment. Yeah, like, unless you want to go somewhere for lunch. But there you are. Well, we could. I suppose we could go uh, invite me to the, to the club, or we could find somewhere else. But um, we want somewhere you know, where we're not going to either be murdered or spied on, because it strikes me. Really... Not murdered. Uh, I'm sorry. Fifty dollars extra for murder the or not murder. And then is it not murder smoking or non-smoking? <laughs> murder smoking. Perfect. Right. So, what have you found, old man? Well, uh, the, the lady's happy to see me. Very good. Do you have an appointment? I'll be popping, popping out to uh, Westchester tomorrow. Um, Excellent. So that should hopefully get us a lead on what these books are, and if we're very lucky, get to see them. Uh, I've been chatting to Mr. Emerson at Emerson Imports, and this name that's scribbled on the matchbook, uh, it's not a matchbook, sorry, there's no, uh, the, um, uh, the, business card. the business card, um, I thought it was actually somebody in Africa, but it turns out a little closer to home. He's, well, actually not closer to home because home is in England. A little closer to here, though. Still probably um, closer than... Is it? For looking on that. Is, is Mombasa father... Of... Anyway, um, may have derailed myself there. Mm. So let me get back on the old train of I'm thought. sorry, carry on. Um, 
got a shop in Harlem, apparently, and uh, Jackson seems to have gone to speak to him. He's uh, a place called the Juju House. Now, I'm no linguist, but I think that term has something to do with... Um, Oh, not spiritualism, you know, sort of mumbo-jumbo stuff. Um, Speaking as somebody with occult AT, I probably recognise the reference. Uh, right. Yeah, oh, well, there you go. Juju is a form of voodoo magic. Right. Um, so whether it's something he takes seriously or whether it's for the tourists, who knows? Uh, I suppose we'd get an idea if we saw the place. So we should probably go there. But he did give us a bit of a warning. Uh, Emerson doesn't seem to trust this fellow. So very good of him to pass along the information to Jackson and to us uh, about this guy being a contact, uh, since he's apparently potentially dangerous. Oh, clearly we should break in at the dead of night. Only one of you has been murdered since being sent there, so, you know, it seems unlikely Mm -hmm. to be a huge problem. Only one of us has actually been there. That is 100% mortality rate. People of our acquaintance who have been to the Juju house... You don't know for sure that he went to the Juju house, but you do know for sure that well, he did. Well, I'll met, give you that. That are believed to have met Nakwane. Um, I mean, it's not something you put on the business, is it? It's, you know, 14 hours since one of our visitors <laughs> was murdered. <laughs> well, you know, I would have to update it quite often. <laughs> now oh. murdering number seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um... So that's that. It's a case then of seeing what information we get from these leads and whether we think anything else. Well, you have the rest of the afternoon if you mm. wish to do anything else. There is the the problem, of course, that everything starts to fan out if we're not too careful. That we end up with far too many leads heading off in different directions. Mm. And well. that if if that happens, it's not just difficult to keep track of with just the three of us. Um, Hello. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for that. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Edwin. Uh, It's it's not just a track of it. It's also the possibility that we inadvertently kick the wasp's nest, you know? Um, We set somebody on our path who perhaps we're not paying attention to. Well, there is the traditional investigative approach. Annoy everybody, and annoy noise. everybody until somebody tries to kill us. Then interrogate them. Oh, yeah, worked really well for Jackson right up until it, the point that someone succeeded in killing him. I mean, it worked tremendously well. We even know who did it. <laughs> in fact, you killed. So, him. you know, well, well done, Jackson. We could do that again for us. Um, but there is the whole getting getting murdered bit. So, Fine. yes, I think we're going to have to. Tackle this uh, fresh. I certainly don't fancy going to this place in Harlem alone. I mean, I'm going to stand out as it is from what I know of Harlem. And um, right there, possibility that I'd be I'd be viewed with, or any one of us would be viewed with a degree of suspicion. So, as a Bohemian, um, you would know, or a former Bohemian, Harlem is thought of as one of the epicenters of modern culture at the minute. I, I would expect, you know, give, given that I'm associated with, with the um, New York occult scene to some extent, the, the end of it that has money anyway, that um, they, the, it might well be the sort of place where dilettantes go go and buy authentic things at you know, only only five times their real price. 
Mm. If they have real things too, then that's great. But, you know. It's the sort of place where people looking for an adventure, you know, sneak in at night. They've got the best speakeasies, the best music, the best poets, the best literature, the best dangerous literature. Sorry, I was was speculating about the shop itself. The shop itself. Just just going from the name. Well, that's probably going for the same kind of vibe, really. It's that kind of dangerous, slightly exciting exoticism, which Mm -hmm. sort of hangs over Harlem at the minute. Yes, well, there was a lot of that in Berlin, to be honest. In fact, he has a similar vibe to you, you suspect, as as the uh, the Vi- was it the Weimar area that you're in of Berlin? Uh, no, Weimar isn't in Berlin. Weimar, Weimar, uh, Weimar is, is uh, miles away. But I was in Berlin, uh, basically, you know, stoned out of my gourd. Uh, but when I met uh, Greta, that's when I, I headed headed to Weimar, since she was uh, teaching. Can I, can I do a Greta barely newer? No, no, too soon. Is it too soon? Very much too soon. I won't do that. 1925. Well, maybe that is a good place to draw it to a close as it's a bit late to uh, enter. It's a much, much shorter campaign than I was expecting. Thank you very much. Um, Next session, you, uh, you can go meet Erica Carlisle and then decide where to go from there. Very hmm. good. I'm sorry about cool. the info dump, but it's largely over that, with That's now. all right. <laughs> um, I just need to... Uh, I've got it all there to reference, I think. Well, again, I will, I, I'll try and guide you to some extent. <laughs> I appreciate it's a Tuesday night session. But there we are. Uh, yeah. No, brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Lots of good. fun. I'll see you all next week. Gentlemen. And uh, have a good night. Bye. Try not to get murdered. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.